Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal, come to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, that's where we are, August 31st. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me, as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss. Guys, big news. Let's get right to it. Aaron Rodgers and Giants Jihad Ward are fighting again. No. Is that the news? I don't know. Eddie and his lovely uh, fiance Jada have a reality show on FanDuel TV. That's another bit of news. Right. Is that right? Yeah. There's a lot of news. You know, that's (laughs) the bottom line. There's a lot of news. Yes, there's right. a lot of news. This is, uh, well, for what it's worth, this is the last time the three of us are doing extra points together and spaghetti and meatballs and babyface Joel Solomon. I don't know, maybe babyface will never leave, but um, I am going off and doing a couple of shows on FanDuel TV through The Ringer, and uh, it's because you guys kicked me out. I don't know what I said, Martin, but um, you kicked me to the curb, and so I had to find something else. Is that how it went? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you said either. <laughs> You know? All right. Well, we'll get into the details of uh, all of it. But uh, how about that feud with Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) Jihad, did you guys see this? um, And now he's responding. This was on Hard Knocks. And Rodgers was, uh, I don't know, like hit a little late or bumped a little late in the preseason game with the Giants. And he basically turns to this kid and says, um, I don't even know who you are. Which and then on the sidelines he's laughing with his teammates saying and that's uncomebackable even though he couldn't really come back with the word come up with the word for it but uh, Shaq what do you think about this I I thought it was funny I thought it was actually the only funny interesting part of Hard Knocks but I do feel bad for this kid who's not a kid he's been in the league for seven years for what it's worth yeah um, Jihad wasn't exactly equipped to come back with anything he he threw it right I don't know who you are either I was right. not. Not the wittiest of comebacks <laughs> I've ever heard. Um, tough, tough. But, um, it's not the best. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> listen, all, it's always wise. And in fact, I've told the kids, uh, I've told my kids that too. Like, if you're ever mixing it up on the on the playground or whatever, um, the Don Draper in the elevator to the junior um, copywriter, I don't even know who you are, or I don't think about you at all. Is right, the equivalent right, right. of is the equivalent of I don't even know who you are. And it's a it's a stinging indictment of whoever is on the receiving end of it. So, you know, good stuff there. I think Aaron Rodgers, though, revealed himself to continue to have some weird self-esteem stuff that he goes back to the sideline and then reports to his teammates like that guy said back to me. He didn't know who I am so that everybody would go like, oh, please, everybody knows you, Aaron. You're the greatest. And the Mm -hmm. coach is swooning the creepy like yeah. swooning over Aaron Rodgers, like he's all ours, boys. He's all ours. He's a little happy. weird. Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. Nate Hackett going on and on about like that's our thing. We call it the Golden Zone. Is creepy too about his hilarious relationship with Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't have to do with X's and O's. It just has to do with they like talking to each other. Okay, that's cute. 
But then Aaron Rodgers has a crush on Garrett Wilson, too. It's all mm. weird. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't. Right, right, right. Everybody's like, oh, I love these Jets vibes this year. I don't know. I, I, I can poke some holes in it. A little well, bit. Well, as I'll you pointed you out, not everybody loves the vibes because the point, the spread moved the point and a half mysteriously. Uh, yeah, why is that? Explain out. that one. I don't know. I know they add, they raised limits, so some real money is coming in by some sharps, uh, as they call them, and so maybe that's uh, maybe that's what what did it. It's opened up from it was it was at one for the whole summer, and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. I looked at it uh, last night, and it was uh, now the bills are are given two and a half to Aaron Rodgers and company. Weird, right? I don't think that gets the three, Martin, but what do you think of this whole uh, Aaron Rodgers love fest and hard knocks, which I think fell off a little bit in general? Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed this this year hard knocks more than I have in recent memory, in part because I don't know if they was just not showing the guys getting cut, forced them to do something different, and they yeah. kind of did do the whole – they focused a little bit too much on white uh, the the white rabbit, Jerome Cap, on his, right. and his, his whole deal, but uh, – with the jihad ward, what he should have said is, I don't care who you are. Not I don't mm. know who you are. I don't right, care right, right. who you are. That's right. a different story. That's a different story entirely. One time, you guys remember Jonas Gray? For, oh, former yeah. New England Patriots scored four touchdowns in a primetime yeah. game and then got cut. Mm-hmm. He, he and I had a difference of opinions in high school. And I was walking off the court during a basketball game at his school, Detroit Country Day. And he stopped me and accosted me and was like, I was, I was uh, talking to his girlfriend at the time in ways he didn't appreciate. Anyway, he stopped and stopped me. He's like, yo, you know, Celeste? And I was like, yes. It's an ugly habit like, you have, Martin. Man, what can I do? <laughs> he's like, you know, Celeste? He's like, yeah. He's like, not, the first, not the first anecdote that involves you talking to someone else's girlfriend. <laughs> but then I just was like, dude, I was like, dude, I don't even know who you are. I knew exactly who he was. Uh, I knew he was the fifth best running back in the state. I knew he was going to Notre Dame. I knew all of it. But in that mm-hmm. moment, that's what Jihad Ward should have done. Not, yes. not, you don't matter to me. You don't matter to me. Who are you? I'm, I'm busy right now. I'm playing a football game. That's well, what you Jihad ain't Ward ready to fire Martin if you don't. If you aren't equipped to come back at Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you really are uh, are not much of a trash talker if you can't fire back at the guy who who. Yeah, uh, right poops in the dark on purpose i mean come on you know exactly there's a lot a lot you could throw his way i wonder Shaq or martin do you think rogers even goes at it with him did he hit pocket that and is like oh i know i'm mic'd up i know this will get on the show does he say that otherwise in that situation or is that a hard knocks moment i don't know because he did seem kind of i mean first of all aaron Rodgers curses way too much on the football field every other word's an f-word every other word's an f-word come on we got we got there's only 25 seconds between play or 40 seconds between plays we got to get it in and out but uh Hmm. yeah he did seem legitimately upset that that guy pushed him so ever so slightly like Hmm. but i show me some respect man well hey we i would have gotten if i was that's why i'm not a professional athlete this right here this, this is the reason that's why respect that's exactly why respect. Interesting. I have no respect for you you jet <laughs> is there going to be a moment check where jihad ward is staring down at aaron Rodgers? i don't know if it's on the playing field or in a back alley where he says you know me now mother effer or is that just in the movies 
they're hooking up, aren't they? Week, uh, aren't yeah. they getting together at no, some no, no. point? That's Robert home? Sala and Aaron Rodgers. They're the ones that seem to be hooking up. The way that Robert Sala oh. talks about him during the uh, yeah, getting yeah, line by Nate Hackett. You know, like that's what I. That's what I'm talking about. There's today. a lot. There's a lot. And then I didn't. I do. I do disagree. Sleeping with someone's mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do disagree with you, Sal, and agree with Martin. I thought, even though I did miss the cuts, I thought the the. Um, in fact, I didn't care about the the rabbit Eminem storyline at all. No. I thought it was completely overrated. It's like, oh, what a great mall, one of the best in the last half decade. It was. I don't know. But uh, right. I did think that the best of Hard Knocks came through in that episode with like, yeah, these are the guys, generally really? speaking, you want to hear about is like, yeah, that sucks. Then your heart break for that kid. I was resentful of him, like getting too much shine off of. Um, doing the Eminem number 25 years after the movie came out. Um, right. But then you felt like I was families there and everything. And you know, now you, you, if you were following before hard knocks aired, you knew that he had gotten cut earlier in the day. So it was heartbreaking to watch him interacting with, with the, you know, the baggage that he's bringing along with him, which is that his family is all cheering for him. So it's a big letdown to your family when, when I you come up so. a little short. So I felt sad about that. Um, I thought overall, like it, it played more as a character study of one guy, Aaron Rodgers, rather than a typical hard knocks. But overall, I, I would say I thought it. Is it over, by the way? Isn't that oh, one more? They do, yeah, they got to do I, one they more. They do right? one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to involve cuts, probably, as Martin pointed out. I don't know. Maybe I was, I was kind of doing something else as it was. But once the Sopranos theme kicked up as they were uh, heading into that preseason game, Jets-Giants, I, I got excited and I was like, I'll, I'll take anything at this point. Give me the worst of the Sopranos. Give me Dr. Mel. But it's weird. Like Quinn and Williams, scenes. I think emerges as a winner from this. Like sure. as a, obviously a charming guy. Fun. I thought Aaron Rodgers rehabbed himself at least temporarily. Let's see if things get sideways and what happens with the New York media. Uh, we'll put a pin in deciding that uh, the season hasn't even kicked off yet. Um it's weird they didn't have Dalvin Cook in it at all, right? I mean, they saw him right. taking notes at one point. Okay, now you've had time with him. This was a big acquisition, and they didn't even mention it. I mean, mm -hmm. they like at the back end two weeks. Anyway, you know what I say? Let's kick it off already. It's enough already. I've had enough right. pre-game discussion. I want to get to it, and I got great news, fellas. It's here. College football, wall to wall. We're recording on Thursday. We don't have a day without football for four more days, and then we'll put our That's feet true. up for a couple of days. And then it's and then then it's the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs in a game that counts. And I don't even acknowledge that as the start of the NFL season. Sunday morning is, but the point is, we're in it. We made it through it, and everybody's flapped their gums now. And let's just pick the Detroit and Kansas City game, right? Martin, are we there? Are we seven? We can pick that. We're seven days away. We could pick it, but we're, we're seven days away. We've been doing greatest players to wear the jerseys corresponding with how far we are from football season. So I can't think of any sevens, great sevens. So um, we can Me move either. on, I think. Yeah, I well, think, uh, yeah. Be a waste a, of time. It's a, it's a bum number. Mickey Mantle, and then that's it. All right, Martin. Leonard Fournette. Pick the game. That's my <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Kobe from, just had uh, the greatest seven, at least for quarterbacks, <laughs> um, I think we could say. Martin, Nate Archibald. Sheck wants to pick it. That line is six and a half six or seven? Six and a half. Six, six and, and a half. half. Go ahead, Martin. Fire away. Next Thursday. 
What do you I think? I just can't believe that the NFL first two teams to play football to start this season on what is so much Lions Sunday love. night football on Thursday. It's probably be on NBC. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm going to take Kansas City in six and a half. I believe the Lions are playing the first real game of football in the NFL until I see Jared Goff out there in Arrowhead Stadium. This I this type of thing doesn't happen to the Lions. Yeah, Shaq, um, I'm with Martin. Of course, I'm a scaredy cat, and I look at this game, and I'm like, all right, I got to find a dance partner with it. I'm going to put it on a teaser, which is why irresponsible, probably, mm. and probably the main reason you guys are kicking me off this podcast. But uh, I, I am going to go. I'm going to go Chiefs. I, it's just too much there. Too much Lions hype. I feel like about a point is built into this line just based on the fascination of the Lions and mainly on what they did week 18 against the Packers last year. I know they finished off strong. Lions fans should be excited. Definitely going to be better than past years, but not week one. There was a time when this home team, Super Bowl champ, took care of business always on Thursday night. I think we go back to that a little bit next week. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. And of course, you do have to point out because it pretty much ran through all of last season that the Chiefs never covered at home or almost never covered at home. Right. And those numbers Absolutely. were a little bit bigger and it felt like nine or, you know, eight and a half to ten and a half. It felt like I'll take the Chiefs. But here's the thing to watch it. Ah, come on. The first four weeks like we can get by. I know that there's more to the Chris Jones story and whether or not and when that's going to resolve. It sure sounds like. Chris Jones and the Chiefs both understand like, all right, we don't really need you until about midseason. You know, put your feet up, get nice and rested. We're not playing for regular season wins. We're playing for another Lombardi. Right. I, I There are several teams doing that. Like, and that Chiefs defense is is okay, but you take Chris Jones out of it. I mean, it's it's pretty mediocre. It gets let's not get worse. Let's not make him. like like the, the Chiefs. So you're betting on Patrick Mahomes to Patrick Mahomes it by a touchdown over this game Lions team. I'm going to take KC here, but it it, it does uh, scare me a little. And the main thing is, even though the trend has sort of uh, been watered down a little bit, it used to be forever that this game, the home team, the defending Super Bowl right. team, annihilated whoever they played. That's it's not it as true as it's been anymore. I think the Chiefs actually ruined that as right. a road dog against the Patriots in a, right. in a crazy uh, high-scoring game. Yeah, Martin, though, Sheck brings up a good point. The Chiefs didn't cover last year. It was infuriating, right? Almost like they, they purposely did it in some instances. Um, so that's why I love the teaser. But I don't know if that the teaser is going to be any more uh, <laughs> do anything more for me than it's done well, in seasons past. But what now I'm looking for another be? six and a half. I know that's what I'm doing. Now I'm looking at other six and a half sevens in there, and. Um, it's not a six know. and a half or a seven, but Ravens from 10 down to three and a half. I know you don't get the whole point, but if right, you can get a right. seven point teaser, that's, that's not bad. Over the Texans, not terrible. Not terrible. I'm looking the other way. Browns plus eight and a half with the teaser over the Bengals. Browns would be home. Bengals, you know, were 0-2 to start last year. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll be good eventually, but uh, I don't have I mean, that's game. that. Yeah. I, I, it's it's a weird thing, and I guess I'm start I'm starting to see more and more examples of, um, you know, everybody's a cynic these days. Everybody has to say something pessimistic. But like we've talked about, when a guy gets drafted in the NFL, it can only go well. Oh, he's gotten mm -hmm. drafted into the perfect spot for this young man. This young man's in the perfect uh, culture right now. Whatever, all that weird kind of talk. Um, the optimism around uh, 
around the Ravens offense. Like 10 points is 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 pretty heavy stuff it's a against lot. the you haven't so so you're basically betting the Ravens to take advantage of a rookie QB. I guess there's worse math. Rookie QB on the road is is usually a point and a half or two. It's a ton of points to, to be thrown to around in week one. I mean, this is a new yeah. offense, Lamar Jackson. Um, it is pieces. a lot. It is a lot. But Martin, yeah, you're not, I know you, you're uh, against my infatuation with the Vikings, but for God's sakes, teaser-wise, just to beat the Buccaneers as bad as they're supposed to be, is Tom Brady, are they thinking he could potentially suit up? I mean, that would be a pick em. Why isn't that? I looked at that. I looked Vikings at that. Chiefs. I, yeah. I don't know. The Vikings have made moves that all offseason have not made any sense to me, including today, making TJ Hawkinson the highest paid tight end in football, which was like, right. why? He's, what are we doing? Like, I just, the Vikings, I don't know, man. They, they smell funny to me, bro. I, I, they should win. They should win this game. But if there was ever an upset, like this would be the one win really? that Baker Mayfield gets. And then it's like they start out at one and six and then they're looking like, ooh, do we need to move on to Kyle Trash? We talked about it, Shaq, about how this time of year we could be the loudest about teams. This one's going to win the 11 game. This one's going to be. And then Sunday around 2 p.m. Eastern, it's like, oh, uh, the Bucks are up 17-3 on the Vikings. I was wrong about them and 10 other teams. What, well, what the one that you might yeah. be crowing about is the Browns pick because the mini era head to heads favor the yeah. Browns. Like we, we we've talked about that for a while now. And the Browns do. And, and Nick Chubb specifically has a knack of getting off um, mm -hmm. against the Bengals. And, and you know, uh, talk about the that optimism that is applied. Like Joe Burrow goes on the practice field a day or two ago, whatever. And it's like, well, he's better now, everybody. Don't worry about anything. Like, how do you right. know what's going on? Well, you don't know anything. He's out there m literally walking and, and short tossing 15-yard passes to somebody, and, and that's enough for you to, to, dec to decree. He's fine. See, everybody, like, he hasn't played. Mm -hmm. Browns seem to have over the last couple of years, more often than not, weirdly have the Bengals number. Talk about an overreaction from one week. If the Browns, like, I mean, think about that. I could absolutely see the Browns going into the fourth quarter with a lead and everybody being like, oh, oh Deshaun Watson's fixed. Watch right. out for these uh, Cleveland Browns this year. It'll all be a mirage and go away, at least where the Bengals are concerned. But I do, I do hear you on that week one play with the with Cleveland. yeah predicting the the biggest over week one overreactions a fun thing uh, to do as well. Um, well, yeah, if the so Steelers like, get Brock Purdy, which is a possibility, like people are going to get spooked uh, on the, on the Niners as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, Martin, you brought something up, uh, TJ Hawkinson. So what does he get, like $17 million a year on average, of the average over the three years? And, you know, we look at these poor running backs who are, not, are just, getting, just getting snipped left and right. But at some point, Jonathan Taylor might be like, I'm a better blocker than TJ Hawkinson. Some of these guys are doing the job of guys who are getting paid more than them. You know what I mean? And it's not even their main job. So uh, brings me to Jonathan Taylor on the PUP list. And it's if it's not bad enough that Ursay is coming out, the owner, and making a fool of himself, now Ballard, the GM, has to weigh in. And it just looks like a complete mess. And um, that's the team. I mean, he really, Ursay and the upper management really tagged in or tag, tagged out from uh, Daniel Snyder, 
And I just see a complete, I can't even get to the Anthony Richardson part of the analysis because I think this team is such a disaster and uh, the way they handled that Jonathan Taylor. Well, don't worry, Sal. Chris Ballard said yesterday, Jonathan Taylor wouldn't, you know, whether or not he's there or not, it's not going to impact Anthony Richardson at all, apparently. But don't worry, he's also a great player, but also they don't want to pay him, but also they need a first-round pick if they want to trade him. So, this is as long as you understand all of those conflicting statements. Then mm. That's basically the summation of Chris Ballard's press conference yesterday. I'm dying to know what they were offered. I guess they were. I guess it's, it's a second round pick. It's safe to assume that because they didn't get the first round pick. But I, I don't know. Check that, John. No, I think I think I think you could again. I think you could also hypothesize that they didn't get as much as a second round offer, a second round really? pick offer. Not even them, a second. That's why they didn't yeah. pull the trigger on it. Yeah. All right. Well, if I guess if they didn't get a second, but the, the, uh, isn't there a chance he doesn't suit up for this team ever again? Like, I I would don't bet do an Isaiah he, Simmons. I bet, thing where I bet he would rounder, but yeah, let's not. But yeah, but that's because we're prisoners of the moment. There mm-hmm. is going to be a team. Somebody's going to get hurt, and team's going to be like, boy. If we add Jonathan Taylor, we write the mm-hmm. ship like there are a number. I mean, obviously, I don't know who's going to get hurt, but right. um, there are a lot of teams that look pretty good on a piece of paper that if you then say, let's put one of the three best running backs on the, in this offense, boy, who's going to stop us now? I could still see that happening with uh, yeah. with the Dolphins. If they feel like, man, oh, man, look at us. We're rolling here. Nothing's getting in our way. This is our year. And, you know, maybe Mostert ain't right. Maybe he gets dinged or, or, or he wouldn't even need to. I mean, there are any number of teams. We could, like the Vikings would be one of those teams if they're halfway decent. I could yeah. pick through 14 teams that would make sense sure. for Jonathan Taylor. So someone said it seems to be the only team that wouldn't make sense for Jonathan Taylor is Indianapolis Colts. Well, they stink. Yeah, he doesn't right. make sense for them, really. Like, right. I, I kind of do get it. What, what's Jonathan Taylor going to do? Make them, uh, the the 29th best team instead of the 31st best team i don't know yeah yeah uh so another thing that doesn't make sense offensive player of the year odds jonathan taylor is 20 to 1 which seems like a lot but it's not it's it's not gonna play he's definitely not playing the first quarter of the season um joe burrow is 20 to 1 by comparison but let's pick our boy we went over the divisions in eight minutes eight divisions eight minutes i was very proud of us Sheck, you put us over the top or under the limit if i will by giving a a, a one word a couple word one word answers and uh i, I got cute that. right at the end though got cute yeah. right at the end and ran us that's all right. an extra 30 seconds you got the pick out so anyway for offensive player of the year christian mccaffrey 11 to 1 jamar chase 11 to 1 justin jefferson 12 to 1 Martin, how do you see it? You like those three, or do you like to go off the board? I'm gonna go well on the board, but not on the one that you just listed. Right. I'm gonna go Derrick Henry. I think okay. if he if Derrick Henry, if, if the Titans are anywhere close to the top of the AFC, it's gonna be on the back of Derrick. I mean, the top of the AFC South, rather, they're not gonna be at the top of the AFC. It's gonna be on the back of Derrick Henry. And he was gonna rush for two thousand yards last year, he got a little nicked up. Like I could see Derrick Henry being again the bell cow and just and I don't really like the value of the guys above him, like Tyreek or Nick Chubb, or maybe Nick Chubb would be another one I think about, but Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, I don't see it. Yeah. Uh I, I you know, I look at this and it's one of those things where you can like, I think this guy's gonna have a great year, but v- how people vote actually plays into this because it is a voting award, of course. And I'm looking at Derrick Henry. I did like him. I liked him for uh, most rushing touchdowns. You can get good odds on that also on Caesars. But he only got two. 
I know it wasn't his year last year. He only got two votes for Offensive Player of the Year. Shaq, Justin Jefferson won it with 192 votes. Uh, to give you a little perspective, Patrick Mahomes had 75. He was second. Who's your pick for this year? Well, to become a uh, uh, an award, sort of like the the fallback, like we obviously can't consider you skill position guy for the MVP because it is, in fact, a quarterback award mm-hmm. now. Um, so pick who you think is going to have the best year among the non-QBs. But I'm going to zig against what I just said there. I think it becomes more of a quarterback thing when the MVP is one guy. I already told you two weeks ago, Justin Herbert's going to have a big year. But if he doesn't win the AFC West, as your pushback went, Sal, was like, well, then they're not going to give him the MVP if he doesn't even win his own division, which is fair. I stand by the monster offensive numbers, though. Justin Herbert, 30 to one, your offensive Hmm. player of the year. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they could give, yeah, offensive player of the year. So you're right. MVP just goes to a quarterback and the vote and the votes go in line there because Mahomes was first, Hertz was second last year, Allen was third, Burrow was fourth. Even Justin Jefferson's great year, 1,800 yards, didn't even garner him fifth place votes. Um, so that's that. On the offensive player of the year, you're right. It's usually the, okay, we feel bad. We'll give it to the running back or the receiver that dominates. So Jefferson won, but quarterbacks get votes for that too Mahomes was second and Hertz was third uh I'm gonna take uh I know you don't like this Nick Chubb at 18 to 1 talk about monster years I'm predicting I could be way off with this and he's probably due for an injury too but Kareem Hunt was a goal line thief in three years I think he had 14 touchdowns you know if Chubb gets those numbers if that offense as good as I think they are uh will be 18 to 1 is my number for the uh running back Nick Chubb. Well, what's um, unknowable, I like the pick, but what's unknowable is ultimately is what Deshaun Watson's going to be. There are indications in camp. I, I just, I refuse, I refuse to lean into those that he hasn't been great and offensive shakeup and everything else. But like, I don't think it's implausible that a guy who didn't play for two years just like is never going to be as good as he was before he sat down for two years. I I, I don't think it's completely absurd that that might be the case. I see both sides of the argument. I'm, I'm probably wrong to completely throw out, uh, you know, the, however handful many uh, games he played last year, because it was a decent sample size that we could see that he didn't have it, 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 at least for last year. Sure. Um, but Martin, I'm 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 going the other way. I think uh, I think there's still some gas in the tank with him. And of, of so make him your offensive him player of the year. Yeah, no, no, quarterback would never win that. No, all right. So that's uh, MVP. So that's then. that's <laughs> offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Um, this is a little different. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa. I mean, for you know, for an incumbent, these odds are pretty high. If you look at the other awards and, and how people feel like Patrick Mahomes is six to one to win MVP again, but defensive player of the year, Nick Bose is 11 to one. He won last year, expected to end the holdout soon. Obviously that's important. They're not afraid to give back to back in this category. The voters, JJ Watt won back to back, Aaron Donald won. This is all in the last seven or eight years. So there's not a ton of voter fatigue as it might play out in this award. The addition of Javon Hargrave opens things up for this already. He's a dominant player. I feel the same way a little bit about Darius Smith and Miles Garrett, but uh, even though Hargrave is an interior lineman, I say run it back with Nick Bosa. 237 votes last year. Micah Parsons was second with 101. So the guy, for whatever reason, gets for whatever reason, 34 sacks over the last two years. So running it back with Bosa at 11 to 1. Martin. Who's defensive player of the year? I'm going with your guy, Michael Parsons. 
That'd be I'm nice. going with Michael Parsons. He he was a leader in the clubhouse until he kind of he kind of fell off towards the end of the season, like a little bit in the middle of the season, didn't quite get as much pressure. But just his speed to power is just incredible. Like he and then the and then the other thing too, when he gets home and he hits a quarterback, more often than not, that ball is at risk. He forced mm. a lot of fumbles, makes a lot of plays. I'm I think, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to be right up there with the 49ers in terms of great defenses, especially along that defensive line. So I'm, I'm going with Michael Parsons. Sheck, uh, this is a homer take, or maybe it isn't. You tell me. But is it possible as an objective football fan to say that Micah Parsons is the best football player right now? It seems like that buzz is uh, what's going on, right? Yeah, he's in the conversation. He's definitely, I bet you, uh, a, a uh, if you aggregated all expert thought, he would certainly be top five and probably top okay. three, right? Who would all that right. be? Mahomes would be one, Justin Jefferson, and I Jeff think Schwartz now, still in the okay, yeah, no, Jeff, no, 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 Justin, he retired okay. a number of all years right, ago. Done. Uh, and then, um, uh, although muzzle tough to him on his new, uh, his new Fox yes. Sports podcast, yes, um, yes. check him out with, uh, with Chris Fallica. He was our guest on minus three this morning too, was Jeff Schwartz. We went through all of mm-hmm. college football week one and gave some great insights on which NFL offensive lines might be mediocre to subpar enough to actually keep his, uh, an otherwise good roster from getting to the playoffs. Anyway, there's the plug on that, but anyhow, um, I think uh, I don't remember what we were talking Parsons. about. Beyond, Parsons uh, is the best. Parsons, Top Parsons, three. Parsons, yes, Parsons. I think you got the three. I think you got it. But, you know, uh, people I, I'm ju- just saying and, and it, I'm hypocritical because I'm not even picking for picking him for defensive player of the year. But it ain't worth it at plus 450. Right. Right. That's the thing. And but I think he leapfrogs Aaron Donald in the defensive conversation probably this year for for the masses. Right. That sounds right, but I do love people. One of one of those phrases, things people love talk, talking about is like a guy's a Swiss army knife or better yet, they just cut to the chase. They're like, he's positionless or they just say he's a football player. Whichever mm-hmm. description, people swoon over this now. This is all the rage to be able to say that. So as long as they don't get cute and trying to lock Parsons into one spot on that defensive front and right. do move him around where he where where he presents is so dynamic when you move him around and impossible to match up with. Yeah, I think he makes sense that he's got the shortest odds on the board here. I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson. Young. Mm. You know, I do. Mm-hmm. I do love the math of anybody like, uh, like uh, Marcy, M- Martin. Where, where was it? You Sal, who just said about Miles Garrett should, you know, yeah. get more room because there's actually somebody so there's who's a threat some. on the other side of him. That's what your Davian Clowney was supposed to be a year ago. I think that's right. the case also with that. Uh, that Lions defense has gotten better. That front seven has gotten better. It's going to be hard to focus squarely on Aiden Hutchinson. Young legs, dominant uh, potential. I think that uh, he's going to have a big sack total there. But you know what? I just want 17 games from T.J. Watt, and I'll feel awfully good about where the Steelers are headed this year, too, no matter what his individual sack total. I don't know what his sack total is going to be or anything else, but you know if he's in there for 17 games, that defense is going to be a handful. So you don't think they're making the playoffs if you only want 17 games, or are you going to spread those 17 out? No, it's not time yet. I told you, I don't care about the the (laughs) Civil War reenactments. Then there's the 17 games. Then there's the tournament. And that's what I care about, the tournament and how you play in that. That's how I'll evaluate your career when you're done is how you performed in the tournament. That's how normal people are supposed to evaluate greatness. 
I'm ready to give my Super Bowl pick when we return. Are you guys? Or are you going yeah. to hit pocket? No? You want to wait on it? I mean, we could just do play of the day. Is it too early? Uh, no, I can give you out. I can give you. I can give you one possibility, but I, I, give, I, I, it's not. Gosh. I'm not putting it in pen. I'm telling you, you can't take out the concrete and or the the big boulder and etch it in yet. You can just All take right. a sharpie and put it on it like that. Do me a favor during this break, which will be instantaneous for us. Okay. Um, look at the Super Bowl exactas on Caesars and throw a <laughs> couple them. around. We don't have to. I'm just saying we don't have to. We don't have to pin you down, like you said. But Martin, you're ready. And uh, we'll be back with our Super Bowl picks in one second. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OmahaFull and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and older only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wagers only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet is $1,250. The bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, it's 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, I'm doing it. I didn't think I was ready either, Shaq, but I, I have a good feel for this. And it is weird because I'm taking one quarterback who is uh, dominant and may end up being the greatest we've ever seen. And another who a year ago today, we would have laughed and laughed and laughed if anyone would suggest that he would make the Super Bowl as he was the very last player drafted. 
by the 49ers or any team. And I'm taking those 49ers to beat the Chiefs at 40 to 1 odds. Now, people might be like, whoa, 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 take the Chiefs to beat the Niners. Like, no, if I get that far, if I get that close, I'll hedge. I promise I'll hedge. I don't like to. But I like this 49ers team as a 13-win team. We talked about what they've done in the last three years. Shanahan, it, it, I, I don't know how he goes down in history. I really don't. But they've of, of the 2020s, it's the Chiefs and the 49ers anyway, right? Three years ago or that Super Bowl against the Chiefs, they were up 10 with 10 minutes left. Jimmy G couldn't, couldn't close the door. Then two years ago, right, it was Rams and 49ers. Wasn't that the case? And a uh, mm-hmm. great NFC championship. Cooper Cup just went berserk, so there was nothing they could do there. But great up until the middle of the fourth quarter. Or actually, did that game go to overtime? I don't remember if that game went over. Did it go to overtime? Was there a kick? Anyway, they were right in it. And then last year, obviously, they lost uh, 11 quarterbacks against the Eagles in the championship game. So this is a team. They get there this year. They play the Chiefs. Pretty safe taking the Chiefs there uh, to get there. 40-1. to one. Martin? Give me something. I just, I am with the Wait, same. wait, 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 wait. Let's guess. We should have guessed what each other was going to pick here. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Go ahead, Dave. What you got? Guess mine. Can we get, Martin, Not the can Saints. we guess? Is, Not is the it Saints. way out there? But is it way out there, Martin? Will you, uh, or uh, No. One of my, I'd say one of the one of the, the two that I'm looking at is has top I, five I'll odds. tell you exactly what it is. Wow. Exactly. I don't know who he's going to pick to win. The, oh, actually, I'll tell you exactly what he's going to pick. He's going to pick uh, Burroughs, Bengals over Geno's Seahawks, right? No, my Bengals final, over Eagles. Bengals, Eagles, he's going. My final four right now to your – Dave, you were on. You got I listen four. to you. I, I listen to what you say. <laughs> I have the Cowboys and the Seahawks in the NFC Championship and the wow. Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFC Championship again – and I would lay right now seven to one or 70 to one, rather, Cowboys over Chiefs with the idea, like Sal said, I would hedge that bet if I get to if I get if I get my final four right. Oh, my God. I'm hedging everything each each. I'm hedging like a gardener. I'm getting everything together. Uh, hedge it right now. Hedge. Start hedging <laughs> the Cowboys right now. I, I, I this, hate, you know what? If this Cowboys yeah. team loses in a divisional round, I'm going to be very, very upset. They have to at least get to the NFC Championship. I might be there with you. I might actually be there with you. But, Martin, it's interesting. If you get it down to four, you could start round-robining those teams in the Super Bowl exactas and get 70 to 1, 60 to 1 on, on all of them. Who cares, right? You don't, want to, you don't want to get down to the final four and miss out, right? So you might as well put some of those together. All right, check. What can you give us? So many options with all these teams. Well, there are too many options for for Dave. Dave needs one more weekend to really meditate. I'm going to take four days in a cave and I'm going to poop in a bucket. And when Mm. I emerge, I'll know everything. I'll I'll have all the answers for all of society about pigskin and beyond. For right now, I'm not going too far away from what uh, Martin Weiss just said. I'm going Joe Burrow's bungles over Dak Mm. Prescott's Dallas Cowboys. How about that? 80 to 1. Well, listen, here's the thing. When you think about the NFC, think about this when you think about the NFC. When you think about the NFC, Jalen Hurts gets gets kissed into a different level, a different stratosphere. In fact, I'm a little uncomfortable with the idea that you have to put his name in the top five at this point. I don't know that. Well, last year at this time, we were wondering if he was the right fit. Exactly. This this year, last year was going to be the year. Exactly. So Jalen Hurts is the is the guy who's like. Well, clearly he's great. 
And so maybe he'll go to a second straight Super Bowl or Geno Smith goes to the Super Bowl or mm. Brock Purdy goes to. These are the best right. teams in the NFC. I these know. are the best teams. Geno and Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. And I'm with everybody. I'm somebody who has all offseason long said, like, man, I just don't love those picks from Dak. I don't love him shrinking in some big spots. Mm. Um, but, you know. Your, your your recurring point, Sal, has been like, oh, look at the, the, the double-digit wins. Obviously, Cooper Rush did that, uh, had a big hand in that last yep. year. But that shows that's not a testament to the greatness of Cooper Rush. Rather, it's the roster that you have there. Kellen Moore goes out. Is Mike McCarthy going to be good enough? Well, that's I have many thing. questions, except look at the yes. look at the rest of the NFC. Like, what, what do we like? Brock Purdy's 40. Brock Purdy is going to go through 17 games and then win at minimum two more games to the Super Bowl. That's a lot to ask of, of uh, Mr. Irrelevant. And I don't care. Like, I know about Shanahan. How about just ask a, a Shanahan quarterback to stay upright the entire season? Yeah. Like, okay. We're going to see Sam Darnold at some point just because 49er quarterbacks get hurt. Right. Yeah, they do. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm delirious with the Cowboys. I, I'm, I'm with you, Shaq. I'm, I'm with you. Anything you want to talk about regular season, I'm, I'm all for the Cowboys. They won 12 games back to back years. No reason they shouldn't do it, right? Cooper Rush won four out of those five, uh, four out of the 12. I, I just they, they're so stupid in the playoffs. And then I think that's where you have to enter Mike McCarthy, and you're at such a disadvantage at that point because you're, you're going up against maybe not necessarily the best quarterbacks in the NFC. But the coaching minds, I just think that's where he screws up. That's their ceiling, the division sure. with this guy. Well, you know, you know what though, Sal? If Brent Maher didn't like start kicking with the wrong foot in week yeah. 17, are we like I don't even know. I mean, that I think that's been completely like one of the things that's forgotten about how this whole thing went down is the 49ers that I mean Dallas couldn't kick field goals. Right. Jerry Jones was on the field before the, the divisional round game giving a pep talk to the kicker. That's never good. That's right. never good. It's really hard to win if you don't have a rock solid no, field goal kicker. I didn't think they lost that game because I now I know. I, I'm with you. I just I I'm do so think also yeah. that you know, like the you can make an argument that suits what you're talking about in in one conversation and then completely flip and change it for the next conversation but mm -hmm. like the importance of running back has uh, has obviously been a rolling one this year but like i don't know that i love deuce vaughn i mean let's not get crazy about what this guy may or may not do and in the meantime you have tony pollard last seen getting significantly injured against those mm -hmm. niners and those are your two running backs you're going with um it, it to me again don't lack the imagination that uh, or you don't even need to have imagination. There's actual evidence over the last five years that people go and trade. You saw the Niners get Christian McCaffrey last season. Why wouldn't the Cowboys? Yeah. If they feel like we're rolling here and Dak, Ooh. like it's ripe now. We got $60 million next year that we owe Dak, and that's going to really cloud the short-term future there. Like we have this. Micah Parsons, the best and, and, mm. uh, and tank Lawrence is, you know, at the tail end of his prime. And boy, we got these, these two high end cover corners now, or like mm. playmaker. Go get Jonathan Taylor. Well, I mean, that's mm. such a Jerry Jones. It seems like a Jerry Jones. Such a Jerry play. Do it. I know what you're doing, Shaq. Maybe give you a like second round pick. Give your first round pick. Who gives a crap? This thing about like, oh, how could you ever give away a first round draft pick? Because people do it all the time and survive it. And the world did like the Niners did not fall off a cliff because they screwed up the Trey Lance pick. Yeah. That's it. No, I and see, that was I three first round doing. picks. 
I know what Shaq's doing. I know. He knows this is our last podcast together, the three of us. And after we stop, we press uh, no more recording, whatever that, that is, stop on the record. He's going to call Eddie Spaghetti. He's going to call Hench. He's going to be like, oh, I, I left Sal thinking that the Cowboys have a chance. Look at that. I ruined the rest Ducka! of the so Look at him. <laughs> he was so excited. He was giddy. He was salivating. Uh, spaghetti, Chiefs over Giants, 100 to 1. You in? Nope. Uh, I'm I'm not. I'm going to go. Uh, I guess I'll just say it now, but I'm probably going to go with the rematch of last year's Super Bowl. I just think uh, uh. Re- no reason to pick against the Chiefs. Um, I it's one of those things where, you know, people in sports need to be proven right. Like you have to win it for me to be proven that you could do it. The Chiefs, the opposite. It's like until they start to lose, I'm not going to not pick them uh, And the NFC. I think the playoff picture is pretty much the same as it was last year. Um, you're going to have your Eagles win the division. Cowboys get in as a wild card. And I think those last wild card spots are going to basically be a fight between either the Giants, the Seahawks, and then one of the Lions, the Vikings, who are going to win that division because there's really no other threat in the divisions to win that. And I think what's going to play out is we'll see a Eagles-Niners championship weekend rematch. And I think on the Mm. AFC side, we're going to have the only surprise team I'll throw in there. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I do think we'll see a nice, hmm. uh, I guess, resurgence or the Taylor, uh, Trevor Lawrence that we saw when he was, you know, in, in Clemson. And that'll be the AFC title game. And I think actually this year the Eagles do win the Super Bowl. I'm just going to get out in front of it. Really? And I'm going to hate it. I, look, their roster is incredible. I think it's an upgrade with DeAndre Swift over, um, you know, Miles Sanders, what they had there. There's a chance at the end of this year, the best duo receiving duo, um, even though I've been touting Jefferson and, uh, and Jordan Addison, I do think. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown could be outstanding. Their offensive line did not get any worse, and their draft was just so damn good. And uh, Jalen Hurts, I think, will only keep improving, especially as a passer. So that's a real dangerous team I'm going to hate for years to come. I think they are the Super Bowl champs. Boy, I think I disagree with you about some of the things you said there. I think the offensive line did get a tick worse. I mean, it's not like it's a junk line now, but it did get a little bit worse, and they lost both coordinators. That has to matter. You know, does I mean that they, they can't just be like, oh well, we just keep on rolling. Yeah, they're up against a lot. The Super Bowl losing hangover, the 19 years not back to back, which I laughed at when the, after the Cowboys would win a Super Bowl, but the NFC East winner, yeah, they lose. It, it, it's a top, like I think 11 and six would be good, but maybe Spaghetti's right. I know he has the Eagles over the Chiefs. Maybe you don't overthink it. You don't get too cute. You go Chiefs over Eagles, 25 to one. Chiefs over 49ers, 30 to one. I think you're good until the final four, at least with those two. I really do. And then you start playing around. What do you think, Martin? Who screws that up? I I think it might be the Eagles. I know you're the Cowboys. I know you got Yeah, I think it's the Eagles. I I do think, like, I'm kind of out on Sirianni. I know Eddie just went through the whole thing. I think that's a fun thing. I I love this one, Martin. This could be true. I need to be proved. Nick Sirianni's got to show me again that I I, I don't I don't. But I've seen Jalen Hurts. How much you need to see him from, cry during the anthem for God's sake? It's all of David it. He's crying all. during the anthem. He's doing the fly Eagles fly. He's throwing his penalty flag all funny in the preseason. Like look at this. Somebody come look at this. Like I just yeah. don't. I don't like it. And then when he moves on from both coordinators in the same offseason, so it's, I don't know how good he is at hiring people. You know, and I know that yeah. like there's a. You know, the, the 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 rub with the Eagles, is, it's an organizational thing. So the organization made the decision on it. But, again, you got to make good decisions when you're hiring and you're losing back-to-back. Like that's another thing I think is similar with the 49ers. How many defensive coordinators can they lose? 
before mm-hmm. they start calling bad defense. I, right? like, well, I the mean, other side of that is, are we sure that Bob Sala's the real deal and it wasn't the Miko Ryans behind him? That also happens too. Like, oh, we yeah. thought that guy was the gem. It turns out it was the guy underneath them all the time, the whole time. We'll see. I just hate how smart the Eagles are in some situations. I know they lost seven starters, and that's just that's just what's going to happen with a team like that. But the way they replenish from Alabama and Georgia, it's like, yes, of course, just draft these interior linemen or defensive linemen that started for two years. Forget it. But the quarterbacks can come from whatever. But pick them from Fresno or North Dakota State or whatever. But for God's sakes, they're, they're, the, the way those guys fall into their laps – Maybe it's not luck, but uh, it, well, it we don't know. Like I, when people do like, and I do it as much. I, I, I sort of, uh, you know, Bill Barnwell said the other day that the reason that the Steelers won't go very far this year or won't be as good as some people expect is because injuries. It's like what well, injuries? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, I mean, every football team gets hurt. So what, what, what are we pointing at? And yet, I, I do feel like you know, you keep playing that way, Jalen Hurts. We can, we can swoon over how much you, uh, right. Spaghetti can tell what? us what it is. What's that? What he does? Deadlifts? Is that what he does when he like squats himself? Squats? Yeah, my squat. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that. What? What? what I a know. gym, Dave. That's what it's. What called. do I care? I don't care about that. I don't. I don't need squat that. lifts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> squat lifts. When yeah. the bra. When, listen. When when the Iron Age resumes in Damashek's uh-huh. house, then I'll know what squats are and bench press. But as you can see, I'm in between those uh, those ages right now. I like Iron met bronze. That was a big uh, moment for you. Or, or when well, when they yes, yes, when they overlapped on the event, when it was both the Iron Age and the Bronze yep. Age for Damashek, when I was bronzy with a yeah. summer glow and a little bit of muscle on my frame. Uh I mean. <laughs> I didn't. I still didn't have to beat him off with a stick. Believe me. Look at uh, Martin's face. Look at Martin's face right now. <laughs> Go ahead. I. I mean, you know, it's you know, I like the what if stuff, and like we'll never get a good answer. It's sort of like what would Tyson and Ali fight look like? What would Martin in his prime versus Damashek in his Ooh. prime? Who would be oh. a heavyweight champion? Let's identify the prime. Martin. When, I'm about when is, to say. I feel like I'm my. I'm at the dwindling year. I might be a little long in the tooth, but I kind of. I'm. I'm still as good as I once was. Oh, as See, good as you once were. So so now's your 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 prime. Might as well be now. All right, Shaq. Oh, I mean, I I mean, in in some regards, uh, specifically my lovemaking abilities. I mean, I, I'm more masterful <laughs> than ever. So yeah, I mean, like you know, so I, there I, you go, Martin. He can make love to you while you're uh, pounding him in the face. With I'm your, not going to lie to you. Elbow. I'm not going to lie to you. The mane of hair I used to I used to wear atop my yeah. ruggedly handsome punum, my mug. Uh, yeah, you know, was something to behold. That's that scene. It's better day. That's, a nineteen-year-old would covet. Is that uh, yes? If I could have had a head of hair, yeah, yeah. I mean, well into my thirties, Sal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably I even know. into my mid forties. I had a mane that uh, you know made the ladies swoon and uh, <laughs> the fellas green with envy. Didn't you start um, cutting it yourself. Well, yeah, that's well, that's that hasn't helped. Now, I listen to me. That. Yes. I don't know. Well, listen, I hope when we get back together, Sal, next time I see you, it will be mm-hmm. down on the field for media night at the Super Bowl. And believe me, <laughs> I want Nick Sirianni to be there so I can ask him once again if this is a must win right. game yeah. this year. And I want to talk. Are you to not him. showing up for our draft? Are you not? Oh, I, well, I didn't think about it. Okay. I thought the next right. time I see you. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Right. Fair. Right. But I want to see Sirianni, believe me, to answer that one. But this, I, I know that the NFC is kind of soft mm-hmm. this year. But the the pox against Super Bowl runners up 
is the pox. I mean, like yeah. somebody will eventually break that, but you know, I again, the Bengals kind of did. The or with the spaghetti. Did. Well, but yeah. spaghetti just said, like, I'm never going against the Chiefs until they prove their. Well, this is another trend that is hard to go against. Like nobody has gone against it, so you're gonna you're defying what you just said by saying I'm gonna ride the trend of it. Um, but it was very lucky that the Bengals didn't get there. I mean, you everybody we screamed true. about how that that last game went. Yeah, I mean, and very rightfully true. So, uh, all right, Martin, you have anything to add, or should we go right to play of the day? I just was thinking about how Patrick Mahomes could not walk, and then somehow pulled out that 15 yard run. And I just, I wish somebody would just hit him just one good time, just one good time. It's been <laughs> it since matter. the AFC Championship game against the Tennessee Titans. At the end of the first half, he pirouetted and spun move all the way into the end zone, and it feels like no one has hit him since on a rush and it on, on like any type of these scrambles. He's doing stuff like throwing, taking a step, jumping out of bounds, and throwing the ball. At some point, like. Don't the football gods look at this and be like, what are you doing to our game? Anyway, that, it that, doesn't that was seem my to thought. matter. It really it does. does not I was at the game matter. working for Fox when he got injured and missed a few games because of the uh, the quarterback sneak. Right. They were playing Denver. Right. right? It was in Denver. Yep. And then but then Martin, since then, who looked more knocked out than Patrick Mahomes in that game, right? Leading up to Cincinnati. I mean, for God's sakes, that guy should have been on crutches Wednesday. And no, he was taking snaps and uh, was dynamite in that game. It's unbelievable. Throwing the ball to Marcus Kemp in the fourth quarter. You know who Marcus Kemp plays for now? Nobody. He's on a practice squad. It's just like this. No, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's just absurd. Like how he's able to just be. I know. Michael Jordan of football and just like doesn't matter. Just give me the ball. That's why it's silly to to go against them for division. I guess, I guess you can't, right? Yeah. You can't go. Yeah. You, you can try and talk yourself into something else, but it is, I guess, officially now loco to go again, except for well, the fact that other teams, we, we analyze seven, eight, 10, 12 players. And it's unfair that for that team, we only have to analyze one and the coach, right? I do. I do think though, that the, the one thing that does get uh, bounced around in my brain is that, the Bengals have proven that they have the Chiefs number. I mean, they they mm-hmm. had them beat two years in a row in the title yeah. game in Arrowhead. So, I mean, that's my pushback on like you can't bet against them, and you are, I guess, kooky. And I'm the one who keeps saying go against the Chiefs just because yeah. that trend has to end at some point. But the Bengals are have proven themselves to be over the last two years at least the sure. Slightly better team, right? Well, spread wise, you could certainly go against them, as you pointed out. The Chiefs they had no interest in covering uh, a lot of those home games uh, for sure. Um, Sheck is right. Football is here. College, nice late Thursday. Utah, Florida, that's fun. I'm going to pass on that. I'm going Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're laying seven on seasons. I'm buying a half a point. Already doing this, Martin. Already getting in trouble buying the half points to minus 120. They got the Western Michigan transfer, Sean Tyler. Uh, he's dynamite. Um, replaces Abraham, who was a was a stud in the backfield for Minnesota. Uh, Gophers were 5-2 and two at home last season. Very good home record over the years. Meanwhile, Nebraska lost their best offensive weapon from last year. I'm buying the half point. P.J. Flex team gets the win 34-24 Martin. Dodgers minus one and a half. Bets over well, one and a half bases? Why Why not at this point? I'm not taking the Dodgers minus one and a half because the Dodgers are technically underdogs right now, I believe, right? I think, but I'm taking, so I'm taking them on the money line. How did that happen? 
Yeah. Because they're playing the Braves, the yeah, only the other best team in August. And, you know. And look, Strider's pitching. Strider against, against Lance, Lance Lynn. Lynn. Yep, yep. But you know what? I don't give a damn. Lance Lynn's been 4-0 in his five starts, 2.3 ERA. And I know Strider had him scoreless a second to last time they played. But – I don't care. I'm taking the Dodgers because I've taken the Dodgers all August, and it's going to be able to be, I'm benefiting September rent. Thank you, Dodgers. October rent. Thank you, Dodgers. So I'm yeah. taking the Dodgers. On the, on, taking them on the, on the money line. Yeah, I mean, you could even take them plus one and a half at minus 135. Like, uh, who's going to beat them by two, let alone one? All right, Shaq, are you in the same vein? I mean, Dodgers are lots of fun. Well, I really was all set. I was all set to take Utah – um, mm-hmm. Laying six and a half. And then the number, then Jeff Schwartz said, no, no, Cam Rising is definitely not going to play. And that was uh, when we were kibitzing uh, right. late yesterday. And um, I, there was, a, it was back and forth. What was going to, what was going to happen there? Now it's official that uh, Cam Rising is not going to play. So what I, I'm going to bet on his backup. That, uh, that, that's no fun. I'm down sorry. To five. He's, I guess he's a two point difference. Back up to, to five. five. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cam Rising is nice. He's nice. I'm sorry, he could play. Just uh, I think I, I think that's worth. I think he might be worth two points for that for that Utah team. I think so. I would How like many, the good. Well, is the he good 28 years old. He's, back he's been around forever, right? How long has he been in? He, he's the guy now this year, right? Or yeah. Well, they have they, the guy that they have. They're not starting the youth. Are not starting the guy who may end up. I, I just don't like the math of that. Like so. Wait. So. So our main man ain't playing, which would have right. been a great boost for him to run out there and defy the odds. And like, I'm playing back uh, back earlier than I was supposed to be at home to the team that we lost to last year and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But now, I, who knows? I, what, what the hell? They, now they it's made, Bryson they Barnes. Play. Yeah. Well, but the, but his backup um, is the more electric of the two. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, how are you going to bet on that? Anyway, uh, for old time's sake, I'm going to continue on this hot streak. I'm taking the Dodgers on the money line, too. On the money line. All right. Yeah. Welcome aboard, Dave. Plenty of space on the bandwagon. I mean, who well, I mean don't act like I, this is it's the first crazy. time I've ever considered the Dodgers. <laughs> I've, been, I've been with that as well for uh, for a little while here. All right. Stop fighting. We should love each other today, guys. Let's take one more break, and uh, we'll be right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so I mentioned this is going to be it for the uh, three of us. Very, very sad. Yeah, I get it. It's my fault. Extra points. Uh, I am going to FanDuel TV. These guys, you will see uh, Martin on Lemon Pepper Parlay. You will see Dave Damashek on 
minus three. That doesn't change. Don't do a thing there, you know? Um, well, minus uh, three will, in fact, be three times a week. Three times the, a week, the, yes. the third show being um, something I'm excited to do. Um, we're going to do a, uh, a pregame show that will come mm. out. All the games, I'm, I've lamented for 20-some for years now, that the pregame show on Fox somehow became the way that every pregame show had to be executed. And then it expanded and expanded some more. And now they're like three or four hours long. And they're the right. the feel-good stories from pro football and the hard-boiled roots of this now superstar. All worthy stories, just not right before the game. Just tell me who's going to mm -hmm. win and by how much. That's what I need to know on game day. That's what right. our show will be. So uh, be on the lookout for that one coming up uh, every Friday. And it'll be there for your leisure to view on YouTube and beyond um, Friday, Saturday, and right up until kickoff. So we'll do that. The other two minus threes, Kevin Hench sticking around. And then a new version of this show, so do, do not uh, kill this feed, um, the yes. Extra Points, uh, this so podcast. So it's, it's not subscribe. It's just don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. Don't unreview. Don't, yes, just, just leave or, it. That's all you got to do is tune in. Or yeah. you can unsubscribe and resubscribe, however you yeah, prefer. Yeah. Just do it that way. That's actually and, probably uh, we, better. We've got yeah. a new thing, and uh, you know mm -hmm. we're we're working out uh, exactly what's going to happen. But all the uh, extra. Points. I, I was told Sarah Tiana is there. She joins Dave. It's Damage a done deal. Yes, oh, is that right? Yes, that's what Excellent. I'm told. And uh, and Kevin Hench, Martin Weiss, all your favorites will be there, and there'll be a, like a Cliff Notes version of the show, which is terrific. Omaha, so. yeah, we'll have some uh, some of the uh, various uh, Omaha colleagues joining us along the way speaking of which uh uh next week our first minus three with mina kimes getting you right for nfl wow. kickoff so that'll be a a banner way to start our week one of the nfl season in our new era and sal we appreciate you obviously oh, the last it. three years we wish you nothing but the best uh with uh, with the new venture over there i know you're going to some good people a uh, couple pals over there over the years um, so you'll be in good hands. They'll be in great hands with you there, mixing it up in the office. No better co co-worker in America than that, than cousin Sal. So we'll miss working with you, but rooting for you as you uh, as you ascend well, the heights of sports. You media. are a, a sweet, sweet man, and I'm gonna yes. miss you, and I'm gonna miss uh, Martin and uh, Martin. You like I said, you're gonna be on Lemon Pepper Parlay with Mark Gunnels. I don't know what what do you root for the Mahomes injury early, or do you rather maybe great if they weren't good with just bad without with him right no 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 no, play no yes. the only way that this ends in happiness for me is joe burrow walking into arrowhead again and and but completely dominating the kansas city chiefs beating him 41 to no, no 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 i'm 41 to 7 it's like something okay. that is like is the dynasty over is my home like you know all of that like the chris jones co things comes to roost and right. finally they finally so you hey, gotta wait four months to get any satisfaction out of that. But yeah, yeah because so a regular season true. loss isn't gonna matter. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's gonna be. I still have the best quarterback in the world. He's the most talented throw of the football of all time. Blah 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 blah. Right. Out of Mark Gunnels. Just read before, his timeline. That's all he's gonna say. Before we sign off for good, what are, what are some of the, your favorite memories, Sheck, of uh, and then Martin for uh, of this show? I, I mean, obviously Eddie Spaghetti shooting apples at you. That was. I think that was our most contentious. Time period there when the uh, I mean absolutely uh, lasted all of two weeks Penguins and Rangers and yeah that uh, sucked yeah that was, <laughs> that was that wasn't good 
<laughs> Spaghetti, was that your favorite? Well, the Rangers are now, they've, the they've resumed their place uh, being on the fringe <laughs> or probably out of the playoffs next spring. So that died down pretty quick, but still. Right. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a bizarre yeah. statement. The, the the Penguins have signed their their fate. They're gonna they're gonna be way out of the playoff picture and have way no prospects, out. <laughs> no and have no prospects or picks or and guys. I didn't, this is really, not what uh, I meant to do. I didn't I didn't mean for this. To I'm just focused on. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean that was a good time. I turned thirty, had a nice party. Um, yeah, yeah, shot some apples. Rangers won the series. Panarin, uh, game seven overtime goal. Celebrated at Tony P's. Uh, I will never forget that. It were like four offices. Nick Mangold on the show with no reaction to uh, Eddie announcing that his family were big fans. Did I get that right? Was that kind of it? It was like he was weird on that, right? Yeah, we were just telling him like, hey, you know, we were, you know, season ticket holds for X amount of years until they built the new stadium. We were huge fans of yours. Uh, my brother wore his number when he played <laughs> high school and college football just as like an homage to you. Um, and he like did not care in the least. It was very bizarre. Um, I don't know. I guess he's bad with fans. Yeah, I guess he is. Martin, you were I- I'm going to get the guest wrong, but you wasn't the story that you dated a guest's wife. But then and of course, we were going to bring it up and we were about to bring it up. And you went like went to the bathroom during the interview. Was I wasn't cl- dating her. I just oh, yeah. knew her. I didn't date her. I just knew Dwight Freeney's oh, well. wife. Brittany, Dwight Freeney, right? Brittany Freeney, Nee Kazerski. She was Brittany Kazerski. We were in college, but yeah, there was we were, more we to, to it though. Together. There was something that you were squeamish about us um, saying to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't date her or talk to her in any type of way, so I didn't there want y'all anything? to misrepresent oh, it with you know a guy who has more career sacks than I. You know, half right, right, you know right. a, a ton of people. Yeah, I had to uh, say. Uh, you want to know uh, My, uh, we were going to make something up? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, that's what I was worried about because I didn't want to <laughs> sit there and, and tell the wife, yeah. you know, that's not true, and then be answering right. phone calls on the back end of the, on the back end of my day. Right. Um, outside of first getting the opportunity, that was pretty cool. Um, I'd have to say my favorite memory from extra points is was my birthday party when either one of you guys showed up. Oh, come on. That was fun. See, we did your favorite and we would have oh, dragged me, it spaghetti, down. Meatballs and Jada had a blast with $300 worth of John and Vinny's on the kitchen table. Um, that, so that was, was fun. Uh, it was my but father's birthday as well. What did you want? You me invited to me to the party 90 minutes after the party started. How would I even <laughs> know that it was That's fundamentally false. I sent an email at least a week in advance to the entire <laughs> staff at the time. So thank you, Spaghetti. Thank you, Meatballs. And thank you, Mrs. Spaghetti, for coming through to my party on my birthday. That was nice. And wow. uh, I have to right. say, the Jonathan Taylor MVP, uh, that's a what's a fun bet. That's a fun that bet. That would have been a fun win. That would have been yeah. a great win if that would have come through. Well, uh, very close, very close. Well, I want Martin, I want to thank you for, you know, we had a lot of tomfoolery. You you wore masks on your head. I forgot even what the cap of consequence was, where you had to wear uh, filthy masks that we found in the street. We gathered and you wore them on your head for a, uh, a podcast. You could still go to HR for that. I don't know who that is exactly, but uh, if you need right. to. Shaq, there was another one. Um, I liked when we when we finally agreed that the Steelers were truly America's team. After all that <laughs> jive for so many decades, we finally solved that one. No, no, no. We, we did. We went through the whole Savenge tour, and then that, that was the conclusion. That um, was a fun, that was a fun ongoing argument the whole year, like the straw man argument. Like, 
admit that the Steelers aren't that good, even though they haven't <laughs> lost the game. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not picking that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just happy that they're doing well. We can't well break and, you. And, it's very hard to break you as it comes to, it as great. it pertains to the Steelers. That's the not craziest argument. The Penguins, the Penguins admit not as difficult. that they're not yeah. the best team of all time like I never <laughs> said they were. <laughs> I'm um, enjoying it. There was the one time that Charlotte correctly identified Dan Marino as a quarterback who won three Super Bowls, and Sheck, you fought her on it. I don't know why. You fought and fought and fought right. uh, and until you finally admitted you were wrong. So uh, lots of good times uh, we left behind us. I want to thank everyone at Omaha, Jamie, uh, Therese, total mentions throughout the whole process, Anthony, for your hard work, Kirsten, same thing, just uh, all hours of the night. Uh, editors Mark, Miles, Mara, Luis, Lester, Ryan, Kabir, dealing with my oftentimes insane notes at odd hours of the day. Like I said, truth be told, everything was always fine, guys. I was just, I was just testing all of you with the notes. Um, the Manning family, especially Arch, who I watched grow up in front of my very eyes. Um, mm. Of course, uh, Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, Eddie Spaghetti. You could take the tune off your head now. I've watched you grow up, too. You don't have to wear it. Isn't that good news? <laughs> uh, Shaq and Martin. Shaq, I'll miss the haircuts. Martin, I'll miss you guys. And I'll miss the back and forth even more. And uh, I'm going to make a bet. And I don't normally lose. You guys are going to be ESPN stars by January. Is that okay, Martin? Is that going to conflict with your current stuff? Uh, absolutely. So hopefully it comes true and the bag is big enough for I walk away. <laughs> hey, I'm go. just gonna I'm just trying to tread water until early February when the Steelers vanquish the Cowboys at uh plus four hundred and fifty. Oh, the payout's gonna be <laughs> No, it's more than that. Plus four fit forty five hundred. No, four, it's I, I'm sorry, my eyeballs are bad. Forty five <laughs> imagine it's how rich I'm gonna be. That. Yeah. Oh, I, you're <laughs> right. I'm going to be a star. For, forget yeah. it. Like a there you go. ESPN right. star. I'm just going to be a Richie Rich. That's it. <laughs> and I know so, where you live, Sal. So when this 25 to one Dak MVP bet pays off, I'm knocking on the door as soon I'm as not, this announced. You won't have to go. Can I go to your house since uh, it'll be the first time I was invited? There is right, Sal, okay. no yeah. chance. No really? chance. I can't. You, uh, you missed your invite, pal. You missed your I invite. I hate to end on a negative, but despite all that. Remind you guys in particular, you may feel like underdogs, but please, for God's sakes, remember, you're all my favorites.